can seem like a noisy world out there with all the social media going on, the content channels like blogs and podcasts. It can feel like everybody's out there shouting at the top of their lungs and nobody's actually listening. But as we talked about in the last solo episode, you have something valuable to say. And now that you've defined and owned your story, it's time to spread it and share it. If you wanted to know how do you have people actually listen, how can you provide them with value that they are actually going to take something away from what you have to share, then this is the episode for you. We're going to cover the five-step process to share and spread your story. And don't worry, you don't need to fiercely jot down notes about these five steps as you listen. I created a handy-dandy worksheet for you at leadingrebels.com slash 39 so that you can fill this in later and have all the information at hand. Again, that's leadingrebels.com slash 39. Be authentic. Go off the beaten path. Define what success looks like for you. That all sounds awesome sauce, doesn't it? But what does working and living on your own terms actually look like in practice? The Leading Rebels podcast is here to offer some answers. Every two weeks, you'll hear inspiring interviews with baddest women walking the talk and my own actionable advice to help you find, own, and tell your story. I'm your host, Katherine Dell, a storyteller, founder, and book nerd that's passionate about amplifying women's voices. Now let's dive into today's episode so you can become a leading rebel in your life. So, bring back to mind the story that you've already defined and owned that you want to spread. If you haven't yet, make sure to go back to the last solo episode all about defining and owning your story, which is at leadingrebels.com slash 33. Now that you've defined and owned the story you want to spread, let's start with step one on how to share it. And this is the important step before you actually go out there, which is all about defining your dream listeners. So when I say dream listeners, I can mean like you are right now, a podcast listener. But it can also be who is going to hear you on stage or who's going to be reading your social media captions. It's just a person that you want your story to connect with. And this is a super important step because something that a lot of people often do is that they try to appeal to everybody. But you have to think about this like a game of darts. You have to aim in order to hit the board, right? It's the same thing with connecting with somebody in the audience or listening to your podcast or reading your social media captions. You have to know who that person is to be able to connect with them. So this first step is you taking a minute and sitting down and trying to create a picture of them. And when I say a picture, I really mean try to come up with an image of them in your mind. Give that person a name, an age, a gender, what they do, where they live. And also very importantly, what their motivation is, what their core beliefs are, what are the challenges they're facing that maybe you can help them with or your story could at least support them with, what are the dreams they have that maybe you can inspire them to go after or, you know, make a reality. And the thing is here, let your creativity run wild, 
create the person that if you would meet them on the street and they would tell you, oh, I heard that talk of yours and it really resonated with me and it helped me achieve X, Y, Z, you would think, yes, that's exactly what I wanted to do. But then also take the next step and think about, is there ways you can maybe actually meet and talk to that person? It's a-okay to start off with your creativity and you deciding who this person is, but over time, it's super helpful to actually meet with them and ask them these questions you are creating an image of yourself. So ask them what your challenges and dreams are. Ask them what they believe and what their motivations are. That way, you can make sure that when you create content around your story, it really, really resonates with them. Okay, next up is our second step, which is all about that you get what you give. If you're trying to just push your story onto somebody else because it's maybe part of your business and you want them at the end to buy something, this is where you often will quickly feel like nobody's listening to you and nobody cares. And the thing is this, I'm not saying you should not offer your services or goods or products that you have. If you're a business, then sure, that's what you're all about. But you get what you give. And if you're only shouting at people, then they're not going to be that interested in getting anything back to you, except maybe shouting back at you, which none of you is going to enjoy. So the point here is, what do I mean with what you get, what you give? Provide value. Share your story, but share it freely and openly. Find formats like a content channel, like a blog or a podcast, where you can give them valuable information for free. See if you can make your social media captions not just about selling a product, but telling them something that they can also incorporate in their life and that could help them in their day. And that can also be something small, like just making them smile or telling them encouraging things that will, you know, lift them up. Just make sure that you're not just pushing your story on them, but are really thinking about what can they take away from that. Once you do that, people will also be much more willing to give back to you which can be, yes, buying your goods or services, but honestly already is their time and attention. That's like our most valuable commodity. And if somebody's taking the time and attention to listen to you, that's already them giving you a lot back for what you offer. So just make sure that you cherish and appreciate that and try to give them back as much as possible. Now, my tip number three is consistency is key. I know you might have just cringed, Because it's one of the biggest issues, especially when it comes to content production. So let's say if you have a blog or a podcast and so on, it can feel like it's not your job, not the thing you should be focusing right now, and everything takes priority over it. And then your weekly newsletter turns into a monthly one and then into every two or three or four month one. But the thing is, we build up trust through consistency. And we also need to get to know somebody over a longer period of time to know if we want to work with them, listen to them, buy from them. A little fun fact is that actually most people will only about the seventh contact from somebody start thinking about buying from them, working with them, collaborating in some way. And that's actually much more than we feel comfortable. We were like, oh, I need to contact somebody seven times for them to listen to me. Ugh, cringe. But this is where we're going to go back to step number one. If you're delivering them value because you know who they are, then you're not going to cringe about sending them seven times something that maybe was useful for them. And it doesn't have to be in the same medium. It can be, you know, they saw you on social media, then they sign up for the newsletter, they tune into your podcast, whatever it may be, but just be consistent in all the mediums that you have so that they can build up trust with you, see that you're an authority. So how do you best be consistent? Is maybe a question you might be wondering about. Well, 
It's by choosing the right channels to engage in. And there's a very easy overlap here between looking where your audience hang out. So this is, again, going back to step one, looking at the dream person and seeing where social medias do they hang out? How do they like to consume content? Do they like to read or listen or watch? So make a list of that. Then on the other side, make a list of how you like to communicate. One way you can think about how you like to communicate is actually thinking, how do you communicate with friends and family? You might remember this tip from the episode about deciding if you should maybe launch a podcast, which you can find at leadingrebels.com 36 if you're interested. It's think about how you communicate with friends and family. So do you leave them really long voice messages? Would you rather text them novels? Or are you somebody who's definitely always going to call them by a video because you need that face-to-face visual interaction? This gives you a little tip of how you like to communicate. So that applies also to how you're going to get in touch with that dream person. You can write a blog if you're more of the writing type or clearly if you're the talking type like me, it's podcasting. And if you're a visual person, then maybe, you know, video is the right way for you. So just make sure you also jot down how you like to communicate in a content channel. And that also applies to social media. So which channels do you like to engage in most? And then this is the key part. Find the overlap. Ideally, and I would say in 99.9% of the cases, there will be things that you enjoy where your audience also hangs out. So you want to find that overlap because you know what? If you enjoy communicating that way, it's going to be much easier for you to stay consistent. Don't force yourself to use a medium just because it's the new hip thing or people tell you that's where your people are at. You have to be there. First, start off with the things you enjoy and don't overwhelm yourself. Choose one social media channel. Choose one content channel. Choose one thing to focus on for first. Build from there and then you can always expand. But trying to be everywhere at once from the beginning is just going to cause you overwhelm and it's going to make that key thing, consistency, slip away. If you do want to learn more about podcasting, yeah, clearly I'm your gal. (laughs) I am a podcast strategist and coach. So if you do decide that podcasting might be your medium, feel free to get in touch with me or just check out catbrendel.com where I have loads of free resources to help you get on your way on creating an engaging podcast. Did you know that email is still queen? (laughs) Yes, I did that on purpose. But kidding aside, email is still the best medium to reach your audience. It gets more clicks and opens and engagements than social media, though I love me some Instagram. It still is the best medium to connect with your people. So if you want to focus on telling your story and connecting with your audience, then I've got a great offer for you. ConvertKit is an email marketing software for creators that lets you focus on personal connection and not all the tech behind that. So they will have awesome automations where you can create personal touch points at different points of somebody's journey. If you, for example, sign up for the Leading Rebels newsletter, you will have seen a little sequence of emails go out. That's all thanks to ConvertKit. And through my link, which you can access at leadingrebels.com convertkit, you will have the chance to take a free trial. So you can just test it out, see if it works, and sure, you'll fall in love like I did. Again, that's leadingrebels.com slash convertkit. Convertkit is spelled C-O-N-V-E-R-T-K-I-T. 
Now, step number four is creating a game plan. The first thing you're going to look at here are your key pillars. Because now you've defined the stories you want to share, you've figured out who that ideal person is you want to talk to, the channels you want to use. This is where you now decide what are the main pieces of content you're going to share. And what I suggest when I say key pillars is deciding topics or ideas or whatever it's that you can organize under. Because when you have to create that social media caption or that content piece, you don't have to just generally think, oh, what do I create? You can say, here are five areas that I want to focus on and I'm going to rotate through them and I'm going to use different things in different ones. And these can be a mix of personal and professional. So for me, for example, on the professional side, of course, podcasting is one of the main things I talk about. Generally, communication and marketing, I'd say. Then another content piece is women's empowerment for me because with my work with co-women and what I'm passionate about, that's also super present for me. But then it can also be something more fun, like I love travel and I grew up all over the place. So that's something I also always share about. I'm also a total book nerd. So books and reading and the lessons I get from there are also something I feature. So as you can see, just find areas that you like to focus on and that the person you're talking to actually cares about. And that way you don't have to always think from scratch, oh, what do I do or write about today? You can just pull from those buckets that you create. And of course, it's always good to do a little brainstorming sessions and just throw things in there so that you don't on the spot have to come up with something new. Then the second thing you want to do for your game plan is create a main goal. And that's because as much as I want you to give value to the people that are listening, watching, whatever it may be to you, you also want it to make sense for you. I mean, as much as I'm for sharing and giving more than you get, you still also can't be completely selfish and just be like, oh yeah, this is all for the greater good. Or maybe it is, but you still want to then know that that's having the impact you want it to have. So just figure out what is your goal with this? Do you want to grow your business with this? Do you just want to increase your speaking skills and visibility? Whatever it may be, just make sure you have a goal. And if your goal is to have fun, that's also a-okay. But then make sure to make it a conscious goal so that you can measure if it's working. (laughs) That's the thing. It's always a lot of work and time and effort spent in sharing your stories. And you want to make sure that you can then come back and say like, okay, this is working or this isn't in the moments where it might get a little tough. Then finally, as the last piece of your game plan, you want to make sure where your brand home is, I'm going to say. Though you know I'm not the biggest fan of personal brand. But just where's the main place you want to drive people to? Do you have a website that you want to go to where all your content and so on is going to live? Are you more of a person that says like, nah, I think I'm going to just do a medium block. I don't need a website. Or is it a specific social media channel you want to use? Personally, I will say the combination of having your own website because that is, you know, the area that you really own is not leased from somebody else. I'd say like a social media channel is best. And here I'm going to double down a little bit more and say it actually should be a newsletter or some way that people can sign up to hear from you because that's the only way you have guaranteed one-to-one contact that isn't owned by some other entity because spoiler alert social media is there for that company to make money not to you know be free of service for you but that being said I know that can be a little bit much depending on which stage you're at so that's definitely not where you have to start off with I want you to just get going and get your feet wet So if a website and newsletter sounds like a way too big, then start small. But just make sure that you do decide where is the main place you want to drive people to. So whether they find you on social media or listening to your podcast or whatever it may be, 
or even hearing, you know, you speak in person, that there's somewhere you can send them to if they want to find out more about you or connect with you. Okay, we're almost done. The very last step, the fifth step, is about having a toolkit to spread your story even further. Everything I've given to you now is giving you a good foundation of knowing the person you want to talk to and creating content that is going to help them and making yourself consistently visible in different channels. But this is all very driven, you know, from you. And as much as you want to definitely do that and build that up, especially in the beginning, you might not have that big an audience that is already tuning into you or that you can reach. So there are three ways that I will suggest that you can actually spread your awareness. One is stay in the know. So this is where having those key pillars is super good because you can set up alerts for the news that come in there and just make sure you're up to date. Maybe subscribe to newsletters around the topic, subscribe to blogs or podcasts and so on. Just something that keeps you updated. Because here's the thing, being able to respond or create content around in the moment relevant things is super useful to, you know, get attention while a topic is hot. This is a little also connected to the second thing I'm going to talk about, which is, yes, pitch yourself. You now can go out and go to be an in-person conference organizers, meetups, whatever it may be, or maybe digital conferences, or as that's why I said the research is good, online magazines, blogs, whatever it may be, and pitch you sharing about a topic. It can be something that's super current, here again, that research help in the beginning to knowing what to pitch, but also can be just generally going out and making yourself available. You've now defined stories you want to tell. You can show that you know the person that would like this and that they would take value out of what you have to share. So just make sure that you jump out of your comfort zone and actually pitch yourself to show up in different places. And then the last, and for me, the most important piece for expanding your reach is connection. Don't underestimate that it's always a human connection that is at the heart of everything. Go to groups in your industry. Join groups on Facebook or LinkedIn around your topic. Go to meetups. Meet with people one-on-one. Make out, schedule online chats or virtual coffee dates. Whatever it may be, that one-to-one connection with somebody is what is going to most help you. And don't make this, a, oh, I just want to, you know, pick your brains, five-minute coffee date where I get all the benefit. This is actually ongoing relationships where you reciprocally both give each other and support each other. And that's what's most going to help you. Having champions in your corner that love what you do and spread your message for you. Okay, so those were the five steps on how to share and spread your story. I hope they help you give a little kickoff point on how to get started, maybe how to grow and expand the reach that you do have. This is, of course, just a quick little overview. If you want to get more in-depth with this, make sure you follow along at katbrendel.com, where, yes, I will focus very much on podcasting specifically, but also more generally on how to reach your audience and how to communicate well. And also, because I do want to support you in your journey, I created a little worksheet with all the steps that I just outlined and some space for you to fill in your answers so you can move from just getting inspired and getting some insight to actually taking action. You can find that at leadingrebels.com 39. Again, that's leadingrebels.com 39. And this actually also wraps up season three of the Leading Rebels podcast. <laughs> 
Thanks so much for having coming along this journey. I hope you've enjoyed it and I can't wait to see you again soon. You can find all the resources mentioned to unleash your inner rebel in the show notes. And the fun doesn't stop there. The Leading Rebels tribe is full of badass women. Become a part of the community to connect with them. Join us on Instagram and Facebook. All links also in the show notes. Thanks for tuning in.